First game of this four-game West Coast road trip for the Panthers as they meet the LA Kings on Sunday night at the Crypto.com Arena. The Florida Panthers definitely did, however, leave a point on the table. We're going to discuss how the Florida Panthers left the point on the table. What does this mean for the Florida Panthers to the rest of this trip? And also a breakdown of Sunday's action across the NHL. All on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Monday, March 14th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team every day? Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can also follow the national show Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, where the game starts. So, Cats fans, it's it's a late edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. I'm recording this uh, episode maybe about an hour after the final buzzer went off. Got a little bit of time to listen to the press conference, write a little bit of notes after the fact, just break this down, especially because, like many of you guys, I had some coffee right before this game, so thought about leaving this for the morning, but decided, no, I'm up I'm up um, at this time, get it over with, and talk about the immediate reactions of this game. So as Scott Van Pelt says on the midnight edition of SportsCenter, I'm not tired yet, so... Florida, Florida Panthers, first game of this West Coast uh, trip, this four-game uh, road trip, seven road games overall. Um, the Florida Panthers really did leave a point on the table tonight for for their chances to increase their lead in the division. Well, keep the lead where, where it's at. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But, yeah, the Florida Panthers really – they came out really firing and with a lot of energy at the beginning of the game, even though they were down – um in this one uh they kept that energy all throughout that first period even leading in shots 11 to 6 i mean six out of those 11 shots um for the florida panthers at the beginning of the game were on the power play so those were the opportunities that the florida panthers really had early on didn't go through they went they uh didn't get a power play goal in this game and even though they got two goals in the second period the energy of the of the game just automatically flipped the other way with the la kings now they were um having a whole bunch of energy and it really lasted really the whole game spencer knight got a um had a a period to get himself acclimated to the game really from the second period on spencer knight was really at his best after giving up uh the first goal of the game which was not which is one that spencer knight if you're looking at that one um on the backhand by rasmus kapari um that's something that spencer knight wants back and i mean 
Spencer Knight's been up and down in the NHL and back in the AHL. In the his last AHL start right before coming back up here, he didn't look his best. Um, and after getting a win in Buffalo. So it's a little bit the, the jury is still out on Spencer Knight on what what he is going to be. But the but of course not a prospect that you give up on. He definitely not. He goes 35 of uh 37 in the in this one um and before losing into uh a shootout and i mean going into that shootout the florida panthers have a rookie in net and and a two-time stanley cup champion on the other end that was always going to be advantage jonathan quick for the los angeles kings and not to mention that the florida panthers last time around they faced against the la kings the florida panthers were that depleted team coming into that game and the LA Kings took advantage of beating the Florida Panthers 4-1 at the time. This time it was the other way around for the LA Kings. They were missing Matt Roy, Dustin Brown, Victor Arvidsson, Drew Doughty again. Drew Doughty didn't even play in the first matchup against the Florida Panthers because he was on the COVID list. That was when really the start of the Omicron variant taking over multiple sports leagues and around the world was really starting to begin. And the Florida Panthers had their their opportunity to take advantage of one, and but they left a point on the table. The Los Angeles Kings they went into this game on this they were on the second end of a back to back after being shut out by San Jose last night. Who that's the Florida Panthers' next opponent now. So big up, big uh, opportunity, kind of uh, not wasted. Wasted is the wrong word. Just missed opportunity. That's the best way I could put it. At that. But at the same time, for the Florida Panthers, they're going off against a team that's ahead of their rebuild, one of the best farm systems in all, all the NHL. I mean, they had a lot of replacements from their AHL affiliate, Ontario Reign, come into the, this game tonight for the Kings. So credit to the LA Kings, what they've been able to do uh, throughout these last few years. I mean, this team uh, let left Alexander Barkov off the – Scorchy and even didn't even allow a shot on goal uh by the captain. He was he was held without a shot in this one. I mean, Alexander Barkov got an assist, but that Philip Deneau line and the first line of Kopitar, Kempe, and um if if follow, um, that one just those just guys just really uh didn't allow Barkov to uh make the make the plays that he wanted to make. But credit to the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, credit to them for also um, knowing how to come back when when they're down. The Florida Panthers, um, the run has finally come to an end where they led going into the third period, and then they lost that lead. Um, now they're 30-0-1 on the season when leading after two. I mean, and the loss comes after a shootout. So does that really count in the grand scheme of things? You you can uh you can make that judgment for yourself, but it it's it things that that run has to come to an end after that one. And even another way of looking at this is the Florida Panthers really held the lead for most of the game. The the opposition scores first. They had an opportunity with a win tonight. It, had they held on to get back to five hundred on the road when their opponent scores first. So now they're three five and three on the road when their opponent scores first and starting off this second half of the season after the all-star break, they got two in a row when their opponent scores first. And that's what helped them uh, propel to this five game losing streak, excuse me, winning streak 
could have easily been six. Um, but some mental errors and some out of positioning as well. I mean, the one that's talked about all over Panther land right now is uh, Jonathan Huberto losing his cool towards the end uh, that put the LA Kings on the power play. They score six on four, pulling Jonathan quick. Uh, and an- another player that was out of position a lot, um, Aaron Ekblad. I mean, there was an opportunity right in front of the net um, where he thought he was interfered and there was a scoring chance by Martin Furt, um in that one. And of course, um, Aaron Ekblad not having a stick as well. And uh, Spencer Knight coming up with a stop. And that was the biggest save to that point in the third period. And then of course, uh, taking a tripping penalty um, in the overtime um, Kempe speeds around him. And even though the Florida Panthers didn't allow a goal, um there um Aaron Eckblad multiple times um defensively was just out of position in the game um but most most of the time no harm no foul um for um the Panthers but still um chances that allowed the Kings possibly to to possibly uh end this in regulation or even end it in overtime when it was tied so the Florida Panthers, though, the penalty killing, despite giving up a power play goal towards the end, it, it was amazing. Don't don't let that one for four um, for the Los Angeles Kings on the power play fool you. There was a lot of times that the penalty kill looked even better um, in, in that game despite that. And we'll talk about that more um, coming up in the next segment. But first, we're going to tell you all about Athletic Greens. So what is this stuff? It's one delicious scoop of athletic greens you're absorbing. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotic adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into flu and cold season. It's just one scoop of cold water of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Take it easy. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and free five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast on the second segment on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen today. And on March 31st at 3.30 Eastern, turn into Lockdown Fantasy Hockey's live deadline reaction show to get all the on-ice fantasy betting advice you need from hosts Steel Rodent and Flip Livingstone with appearances from our roster of local team experts. Plus, catch your own live show at the time of the trade deadline for immediate reaction for everything related to your team. So that'll be March 31st from 3 to 4 o'clock on Monday. So continuing this conversation on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast on this 3-2 to two shootout loss against the LA Kings. So the lines looked a little bit like this for the Florida Panthers coming into this. Carver Hagee, Alexander Barkoff, Maxim Mammon, Jonathan Huberdeau, Sam Bennett, Anthony Duclair. Mason Marchment, Etulu Sturanen, and Sam Reinhardt. Anton Lindell is actually not on the trip uh, for the Florida Panthers. Neither is Ryan Lomberg, but 
Joe Thornton actually does have a chance to make his return to San Jose on Tuesday night. Uh, final line is Frank Vitrano, Nola Chari, and Patrick Hornquist. Defensive pairings, Mackenzie Weger and Aaron Ekblad, Gus Forsling and Radko Gudis, uh, Pateri Limbaum and Brandon Montour on the final pairing. And like I said in the first segment, the LA Kings had a lot of uh, players missing um, in this one. And an opportunity for the Florida Panthers to get two road points, but only came out one, uh, left the point on the table. But the Panthers, it's crazy because uh, they only went the first two periods with uh, getting a penalty going their way. And there is a lot of uh, complaints uh, by the Panthers uh, about officiating on, on this one. But Andrew Burnett even talked about it after the game that, with Jonathan Huberto um, towards the end having that uh, that uh, elbowing call against Yafalo after being tripped earlier uh, on a breakaway with an empty net, um, Andrew Burnett says it's something that he knows that um, Jonathan Huberto has to be better at, but he understands why he's upset. And that co- possibly... Could have cost the Florida Panthers a chance to win um, that one. Regardless of whether you think of the call of a trip or not trip, uh, Jonathan Huberto, that's an opportunity for him to, you know, not shoot himself and his team in the foot on that one. But like I said, the Florida Panthers in this one, they came out with a lot of energy at first, uh, 11 to 6. Six of their 11 shots were on the power play. They're only two of the game. Uh, in this one and that was an encouraging sign when the Florida Panthers power play would um was on the ice and generating a lot of chances on Jonathan Quick I mean Jonathan Quick was just flashing leather early in this one I mean getting all 11 saves and Spencer Knight um like I said there was a goal that um he he gave up by Rasmus Kapari um that he might have wanted back um even but even then uh Florida coming um being down one nothing uh in that game um with the amount of chances they were generating um and the kings being on the second end of a back-to-back um florida florida they were showing that they were attacking and creating many many scoring chances and even though carter hagee um had a slash in the beginning of the second period and that's something that we spoke about with nick fairbanks and even um, Jacob Winans uh, last week is Carver Hagee, even though he's on this, uh, he was on this streak. There are times where he could be a little sloppier too. Same thing with Mason Marchment um, of taking a penalty or two, but Hey, um, Jonathan Huberto, he continued to create a defensive play and finding it to lose the for that shorthanded opportunity and beats Jonathan quick to tie at one. And you also got to give, um, Barkoff credit too, even though it didn't count as a shot on goal because it deflected off of Patrick Hornquist. Um, very smart play for Alexander Barkoff to try to put the puck onto the net and Montour drawing in to, to make it 2-1 at the time at the 344 mark. So there it was, the Florida Panthers just scoring uh, in the bunches that they do. I mean, the, those two goals by by both uh, Etu Lusterainen and Brandon Montour, they were just, they were just like three minutes and one second separated from each other. But then that was the three minutes and one second that the Florida Panthers offense really only generated all game. But 
I will give credit to the Florida Panthers on the physicality of this game. Radko Gudis got eight hits in this one. Pateri Limbaugh, he had a hit that created a chance going the other way. And a lot of the hits that the Florida Panthers were uh, putting on, they were, they were puck separating hits, creating chances going the other way. So like I said, the Gudis with eight, Pateri Limbaugh with four. Um, who who else? I'm l- looking looking this up quickly. Mason Marchment, once again, always, always getting up there. Etulus Thurinen uh, as well. And Nolachari. The, the the guys you expect to have a lot of hits in this game, they they came out 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 there and firing. And the Florida Panthers, they out hit the Los Angeles Kings 31 to 22 in this one. So a lot of encouraging signs as far as the physicality comes for the Florida Panthers, but still the Despite being up 2-1, the the LA Kings uh, really uh, controlled possession uh, in that game. And like I said, Aaron Ekblad not having the best game multiple times. Bro- you have a broken stick, an interference that he was too busy complaining about instead of getting back. And then, of course, the penalty in, in overtime. But it, it was, once again, the Florida Panthers, they had their chances um Carter Hagee oh my goodness there was one that Carter Hagee had an open net right in front quick Jonathan quick drew not only more than to the top of his crease but he went outside of his crease because he thought Barkov was going to shoot and then Barkov gets it to Verhage and um Iafalo you gotta you gotta credit to him he create he shut out that um that lane for Carter Hagee to have an open net and I guess Verhage was trying to bounce it off quick and into the goal but I, I don't think that Carver Hagee had the best angle on that one. And Radko Gudis, despite the the eight hits, I mean, there was a there was a turnover that he had that left uh, Spencer Knight all alone, and then he had a great pad save. And the third, second, and third period, that's when uh, Spencer Knight was really starting to get acclimated into the game. And another op- chance at an open net, Maxim Mammon as well had an open net and misses, um, but. And there was a lot of pressure really let into the game from that top line. And those were all coming from, once again, Alexander Barkov not getting a single shot on goal in this one. And looking at the shots from the top line um, of the Panthers, I mean, Carver Hage gets one. Um, Maxim Mammon gets one. Um, so, and the the top line, they were they were – shooting a lot but they weren't getting them on goal but the open nets multiple times from that top line is really um what's really hurt hurt the panthers in last night's game but again uh there there's not one thing that hurt the panthers possibly more than Jonathan huberto taking that penalty at the 1848 mark of the third period of course um Truth be told, he was tripped. Yes, that that is a trip. Um, the stick got in front of uh, Huberto's legs, and he he went forward, and it wasn't called. But there's a time in the game where the composure needs to be at a little bit of a level up. And like I said, Andrew Burnett talked about it with us after the game, uh, saying that he understands that he's upset, but he knows that he's got to be better because um Andrew Burnett has probably been in that position where he's uh beating beating to the puck 
an opportunity at an empty net to possibly ice the game and and it's denied and possibly something that is game changing but the the call by the referee isn't the reason why the Panthers lost that game i mean there's still plenty of opportunities like i said on those two open nets but even the penalty kill despite giving up that 6 on 4 opportunity i mean what 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 more can you do when you're uh, 6 on 4 they pull the goalie and they and they score uh, Spencer Knight had a a check that the puck exited the zone, um, creating less uh, power play time for the LA Kings. So a lot of uh, great awareness by even Spencer Knight on the PK too. So not the worst, not the worst thing, not and not the worst game to drop a point either. And the Florida Panthers still have their their lead in the division even though Tampa Bay won, where we talk about that more in the next segment. But, I mean, I got to give credit also to the Florida Panthers in that overtime period. when After Ekblad took that penalty for being uh, beat by Kempe, the Florida Panthers kept in that triangle, and they weren't going too far away getting out of that zone that they were in because, of course, when you're – Three on three, and of course, when you have the power play, there's more uh, ice to be to. There's more open passing lanes, and you can't draw as much outside when you're shorthanded as when you are in a regular five on five setting. And you see big penalty killers like Barkoff in that situation, Etzula Sturanen, uh Mackenzie Weger, Gus Forsling, those uh, for example. And you got you got to give credit to the penalty killing um, despite giving up one. So it, it's still on another fabulous run. Don't let the numbers uh, fool you uh, for what the Florida Panthers team did in this game on the PK. And of course, shootouts. So uh, we got to talk about the shootout, unfortunately, because that's a thing in the national hockey league. Um, Alexander Barkov is the only one that scored for the Florida Panthers and Kempe uh, scored and uh, more scored for the, Los Angeles Kings, uh, Johnson Huberto was de- denied, uh, Sam Reinhart was denied, Etzelis Terrain was denied, and Anthony Duclair was denied. And um, that results in a 3-2 win for the Los Angeles Kings. They win the season series, not only winning both games, but as far as points, 4-1 to one in this one. And the Florida Panthers, they don't have to see them again. Um, Jonathan Quick is a pain in the ass, two-time uh, Stanley Cup champion. Going into that shootout, it was always going to be advantage quick in that one. So once the result happened after the shootout, I wasn't too upset about it. Um, going up against, a, like I said, two-time Stanley Cup champion in uh, Jonathan Quick. And th- thank goodness the Florida Panthers don't have to uh, face them often, uh, whether the roster is depleted or not. The Los Angeles Kings are just on a good upward trajectory as far as where they are as far as a franchise but we're going to discuss more about where the panthers stand as far as sunday this weekend's actually uh slate of hockey games but first we're going to tell you all about bet online it's that time of year again as college basketball tournament is finally upon us from all the latest odds contests and player props BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs. 
including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. And also to remind you that this episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. It's that time of year where I've given up, pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions. But not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, cinnamony, churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. All but bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, puffs included. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bar with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere between 2 to 300 calories. At Built Bar, they're all about taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 over at Built.com. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast is the Florida Panthers drop this final game of this season series against the Los Angeles Kings 3-2 to two in a shootout. So, like I said, uh, it's on to San Jose for the Florida Panthers, but a few good news around the NHL as far as the Florida Panthers' pursuit of getting as much as far as a top seed as they can. Um, the Pittsburgh Penguins have defeated the Carolina Hurricanes 4-2, to two, and they do it on 22 shots on goal to Carolina's 43. The Heritage Classic featuring the Buffalo Sabres and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs continue to struggle. Um, they lose 5-2. to two. So the Florida Panthers continue to have a seven-point lead on the Toronto Maple Leafs with just a few, two, less than two weeks before facing them for the first time. So going to be an exciting matchup for sure when we get there. Uh, Saint, um, Winnipeg defeats St. Louis in overtime 4-3. to three. Um, Nashville beats Minnesota six to two. Montreal defeats uh Philadelphia four to three in overtime. Vegas loses to the Columbus Blue Jackets, a struggling Vegas team, mind you, who the Florida Panthers will see on Thursday night. Lose to Columbus six to four. Um, New York defeats Anaheim four to three. Uh, President's Trophy, uh, the top of the President's Trophy right now, uh, Colorado, they defeat Calgary three nothing. And the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are also on a West Coast swing, um, defeat the Vancouver Canucks by a final score of 2-1. to one. Um, So both Florida teams are on a West Coast swing. Tampa Bay went on a, were struggling a little bit on this uh, road trip, to say the least. Um, so the, these, t- these long road trips are not easy for any team. And the Tampa Bay Lightning went through their lumps. They're on a, they just ended a three-game losing streak. The Florida Panthers drop a point um, going all the way out west, a 10 p.m. body clock time for the Florida Panthers. So dropping a point on the road and picking up at least one is not the end of the world. Of course, they should have gotten two uh, in this one. But the lead for the Panthers with the Tampa Bay Lightning, equal amount of games. So four games ahead of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like I said, seven over Toronto. And one point off of the Carolina Hurricanes uh, for the top of the East. So the Carolina Hurricanes uh, lead the East as far as points percentage. And the Colorado Avalanche with their win and the Carolina Hurricanes losing, they return to the top spot 
um, as far as the President's Trophy. So a little bit of help that the Florida Panthers had as far as the Eastern Conference goes. So again, the Florida Panthers, um, if they get anywhere between five to six points in this four-game road trip going out west, I'm going to separate the road trips based on the western part of the road trip and then the Canadian side. We'll break down the Canadian uh, part of the trip next week and have its own thing. But let's focus on this uh, California plus Vegas swing for the Cats. And they're going up against a San Jose Sharks team that is rebuilding. Of all the California teams, I'd have to guess that the San Jose Sharks are probably in the worst place of all the three as far as their future goes. So a chance for the Florida Panthers to really take advantage of a team that really challenged the Panthers uh, last go-round. Uh, James Reimer, he need, they needed 45-plus uh, shots on goal in order to get through uh, James Reimer as the Panthers. Uh, that, I, I believe that was the game where Jonathan Huberdeau faked the spinorama uh, to get to Sam Bennett to um, get the game-winning goal just a few months ago back at FLA Live Arena, which that game still, to this day, is the is the game where the Florida Panthers have had the best attendance all season. So that game against the San Jose Sharks on a Saturday night, just a few weeks ago on uh, January 20, 29th. So, so yeah, that, that was a beautiful uh, game to end a, the first half of the season. That was the last home game for the Panthers before uh, three weeks off. And the Panthers are in the middle of this uh, road trip that will separate a lot of time from between home games. And this is, you couldn't ask for a perfect time to have a whole bunch of road games for the Panthers. And sure, they took it now. And you're not always going to score four goals in every game. And this is a great opportunity for these late game situations for the, for the Florida Panthers to be tested so that when the playoffs do come, that they will be in better position to get those stops that they need if they're up or get that goal with your net empty to tie a game uh, on a five on four or in this situation for the LA Kings six on four. So I, I didn't mind this late game situation. Of course, with how much the Florida Panthers have scored this season, it's so easy for us to be greedy and say and have the expectation of why aren't they scoring this much goals? But this is the type of play that that playoff hockey is going to bring for this Florida Panthers team. And sure, they didn't pass the test this time around. Sure, they fell, but they were ahead for most of it and lost it. Drop the point, but you learn and you move on from it. The Florida Panthers will have a day off tomorrow. And then the the Panthers will be facing off against the San Jose Sharks. A 10.30 Eastern start time on Tuesday night against the San Jose Sharks. So it's going to be even later than uh, what we are uh, doing right now with the Florida Panthers playing. And of course, me, myself, recording uh, these episodes after the fact. Right now it's 2.09 a.m., uh, on my uh, laptop clock as I'm seeing it right now, but we'll be, ha we'll be uh, doing some of these uh, late uh, podcasts, including uh, Wednesday's show with Jacob Winans. At least that's the plan. And of course, Friday's show 
with Nick Fairbanks as we'll be breaking down the game against the Vegas Golden Knights. So we'll be bring, so the people who didn't stay up for this game, you'll be having a recap of this uh, these games pretty much as soon as you wake up. So you'll get your uh, Panthers uh, recap, that's for sure. So, uh, so listen to Locked On Panthers all week because we're going to be covering uh, the Florida Panthers all throughout this Western trip. So stay up with us. Stay up with uh, myself and my two guest co-hosts on Wednesday and Friday. And, of course, the rest of the week as we discuss um, the rest of this Panthers road trip. Three three more games out of it before they return home. And then it's off to Canada for these uh, Florida Panthers. So, in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time. The Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Locked On NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. They'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Stu Roding and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're your team. Every day. <laughs>